Welcome to episode number 104 of the Keep Up Podcast, where we're bringing sexy back with our sexy backs. Bringing sexy back with our sexy backs. Oh, nice. I like that. Do you have a sexy back? No, not really. What makes a back sexy? I think it's like if you, it's like the top half depends on the shape of it. But if the top half is like, like beefy, it looks like wings. I want to point out Brett is flexing right now. I'm trying to feel what it feels like. Like, do you think the more bone you see, the more sexier it is? No. The more like if someone like stretches their arms back and their bones are like overlapping. That's nope. not sexy. <laughs> I mean, not my personal preference. What about hair? Is hair sexy on the back? Not my personal preference. <laughs> I guess it is all an opinion. <laughs> it's <is> true. <laughs> so it the really Keep Up depends. Podcast, what the heck do we talk about on here? Uh, let's Keep Up Podcast. We're like, uh, this is, um, you know what I mean? <laughs> the Keep Up Podcast. We do <laughs> keep a podcast. I think it's like a it's like a comedy podcast. Talk about things you we like. Think? Talk Have about. I don't know, dude. I never listened to it. <laughs> no, this oh. is a podcast where I'm Brett and that's Tim. Say anything, anything. Now you know his voice, <laughs> and we uh, we just talk about things that we like and things that we watch and play and read. And it's a it's an amalgamation of media intake and output. And I'm speechless. It is sometimes jokes and it is sometimes yokes and it is sometimes folks. And that's all we need. And that's all it is. And that's what we do. That's, yeah. I mean, if nobody's ever heard the podcast before, that is the best way to describe it. All right. Now you go. What even is this, Tim? Why, it's a show. Yeah. Where, where I'm Frank and he's Beans. Yep. And we do our classic comedy skit. Frank and beans in the pot. That's That's the one. You cook some Frank and beans, and we're two guys sitting in that pot. It's a couple of guys. And we have 10 minutes to talk before our buns boil. And uh, that's that's the show. Is so this, this is a real actor business. <laughs> it's my act. Sounds like an old like I got a few. Act. I have a few fantastic ideas. Okay. You know. Yeah. Frank and beans. Yeah. That'll come eventually. Right. Clippendales. Right. And that's all I got so far. You want to tell people what Clippendales? Ah, about? Clippendales, my yeah. my perfect restaurant. Yeah. You know how inconvenient it is to get your hair cut. I mean, just in general, you know, okay. you had to go to a place. Yeah. Sometimes you talk to a cool person. Sometimes you're silent. Right. And it's just it's just awkward. Yeah, it can be. You know, and you know, sometimes it's annoying to go out and eat food too. Yeah. It's a whole process. Yep. So why not mix the two? Right. Get your hair cut while eating your meal. Right. And that's it. And there's no fear of getting hair in your food nah, while eating. A hundred percent lifetime guarantee you will not get a single hair in your food. Right. And they have that they just have that technology. Yeah. Right. I guarantee it. No. No money back, but No, I want everyone to know that uh it was recently discovered that even though Tim calls it Clippendales, 
and most people have a certain image in their head. Uh-huh. Tim's never heard of Chippendale dancers. Not once in my life. So what most of us just pictured is not a thing he claims he has in his head for the barbers. I was thinking it was based after the Disney guys. Right. Chippendale, the rescue rangers. Why is there food there? You just It just sounds like a restaurant to you? Yeah, Clippendale. Dale's is the guy who makes the food. And, okay. And Clips and he's, he, is what happens. Clippin'. He's Clippin'. What happens there? Clippin'. Clippin'. Who owns it? Dale. Dale, right. It's Clippendale's. Clippendale's. Oh, that there? That's Clippendale. This is his place, Clippendale's. Clippendale. Uh, that is uh, kind of a good idea, I guess. You know, and it's it's the convenience of having your hair cut while eating a delicious meal with your family. Right. Yeah, so you just... I mean, it's pretty simple technology. You know the right. big dog cones? Yeah, I'm familiar. Well, there's a little slot that you can fit your fork, spoon, or if you're feeling adventurous, knife in. Right. So where your mouth goes. You right. Know? So you you pick up the food and psh, and all the, the, the hair falls in the cone. It eventually starts filling up. So you got to eat before it gets to the your mouth. I'm not finding the part where it doesn't get in your food. Well, it doesn't. Now I get it. Right. All right, cool. <laughs> just, I don't know how that doesn't make sense. I just I wasn't there for a minute. Right. So I'll I'll get it to work. Clippendales. Yep. And I already forgot my other invention, but it'll happen. It'll happen. Dude. Yeah. Frankenbeans. Frankenbeans. That's right. what it was. Frankenbeans. I need to sip my gingies. Gingies. So this podcast had an interesting start, as uh, usually what happens is Brett brings all the beautiful equipment. I have yeah. some here. He has some. Yeah. Why we split it up, I'm not sure. Oh, except you need the interface. I need it at home. Right. Sometimes. That makes yeah. sense. So we split it up, you know, uh, and so Brett arrived and he's like, let's get started. I'm like, yeah, dude, let's go. Set everything up. Yeah. We get to placing that nice little interface down and it's missing just a teeny tiny important bit. A single cable that allows it to have power and allows this audio to even be recorded. Yep. We have no other way to uh, actually record this audio. I mean, we could do like. The audio from a computer. No. Oh, God. (laughs) I know. Terrible quality. It was so annoying. Here's Mm -hmm. what's so annoying Mm -hmm. is on Thursday morning, most Thursday mornings, I have to get up and go to work, and I need to remember. So I've been food prepping a lot, so Mm -hmm. i got to make my food. Right. i got to remember my food. Mm -hmm. i got to wear my work shirt. i also got to remember something to cover my work shirt, because when I leave my place of work, Mm -hmm. I'm not supposed to have my work shirt visible. So I need to remember something to cover. It sounds Mm -hmm. easy. Yeah. Sometimes I forget, and I only wear my jacket, and then if I'm leaving... Work, I don't want to wear my jacket because I work inside a building mm-hmm. and I don't have to leave the building anyways. Then I have to, do I want to read a book on my lunch? I don't break? know, do you? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Don't forget my AirPods. Don't forget my phone. Right. Make sure my phone's charged in case I want to just make, because so I can use it. Right. And then I need to remember the cables for the mics and you uh-huh. remember the headphones and you remember the interface and yep. the cable for the interface, which I never unplug. I just unplug the interface from my computer and I put it in my pack pack. Your pack pack. And I also need to remember a shirt or two for here in case we film anything. So I'm not wearing my work shirt or my jacket. Right. Or whatever I don't want to be wearing. Mm-hmm. But somehow, of course, I, I went through the whole checklist today. Yep. I made a lot of food. You have a lot to be a hungry boy. You have a lot to think about. And this stupid cable. Uh huh. I wouldn't touch it right now. I know. I almost touched it. Yeah. This whole podcast is ruined. <laughs> you forgot it. I forgot it. I thought, no, I remembered it. That's mm-hmm. the annoying part. If I forgot it, I would have been like, oh, I forgot it. But it was more like, I remembered it. Where the hell is it? And it just slipped out of your bag. It, it was like, slipped I'm out. free. Slipped out. I'm so annoyed. I'm so sorry that it happened. 
It's fine, Tim. It happened. It's fine, but I was prepared to record, mm-hmm. and I have stuff I want to talk about. I already feel like I ruined the introduction of this podcast. Why? I don't know, Tim. You did nothing wrong. Ah! People like rants. Dude, here's one. Yeah. We just watched a guy on YouTube doing ASMR videos, and he has millions and millions of viewers and followers, and he definitely lives off of that. Right? There's a rant for you. That no, that was Grant. Good for him. That was rant. Cool. Grant. You see, I cool. Said, I said Grant because I see what great. you did. Okay, it was a great rant. Yeah. And now, that's fine. We can do that. Nope. All we gotta do is get naked. That might do it. I'm just saying. Some people want to see our sexy backs, and that's money. That's right. Yep. You're right. I just I'm throwing out the questions, and you're giving me the answers. The Keep Up Podcast. Welcome. I have one more thing I want to talk about before we actually get into the oh, show. Yeah. What is it? What is it? So a little while ago, I was watching a YouTube video, okay, uh, and it was the evolution of April O'Neil in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, okay. her character. Okay. So they showed uh, the movies and the cartoons, but no comics. Interesting. Uh, I don't know why. It was just how it went. Okay. So I was watching it. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's like how she looked different and stuff. Yeah. So there were two in particular that I thought were very fascinating. Okay. And I'm curious what your take on these are. I'm ready. So there was a series of shorts uh, around the time of the like computer animated one, the yeah. 2012 Turtles. Is that what it was? I think so. Well, like um, the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. The show. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Not the movie. Um, so there's a series of shorts, I guess, that accompanied those, like on Nickelodeon. Okay. And so she was drawn in a few different ways, and I thought those were really cool. Have you ever seen any of those? Are those the ones by the guy who did Zim? Um, it looked like one of them was. It was a, a few different art styles. Okay. I saw the one that was done by the guy who did Invader Zim. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've seen any of the other ones. Okay. It, there was, I think there was three, three or four. Okay. Um, but they just, she was drawn in different ways, but it was really cool. And I was just curious if it was part of like the DVD set you have or. No, I the ones that I have, so it's. I have the, that entire series, but they're mm-hmm. all split up into separate DVDs. The only one that has any special content, I think there's one that's like a Bebop and Rocksteady-focused DVD. And then there's um, then there's the end. The end of the series has a couple, like, almost like movies. Uh, they're, like, they're special episodes that put them in the future. Basically, it's okay. like many, many years later. Um, it's like a post-apocalyptic, um, Jeez. like uh, Mad Max style. Okay, yeah, it's really good. Is it like an alternate ending or something, or is it part of the story, like part of the, part of the series? It's th- so it's the same turtles. I kind of I haven't seen it in a while. Okay. I can't really remember if it's. I want to say it's like a a what if or something. It's al- it almost acts as like a what if. Okay, um, but it does wrap up. The overall story, because I remember the very end of it, there's like a farewell sequence, essentially. So it wraps up the overall like series and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Okay, okay. Um, You'd have to watch it. It's hard to explain. That makes sense. And I can't, there's a, the end sequence is what it is with a major spoiler involved. Mm -hmm. So I can't. You can't say. No. That's fine. I I wasn't looking for spoilers. I was just curious. All right. So the shorts look cool. I'll I'll need to watch them at some point. Yeah. And then the other one... (laughs) Which I don't even know why she was in the video, but it made me think it'd be interesting for the podcast. There is an adult version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I would say the title, but I'm not going to because it's not child. It's a porno. It's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles porno. Oh, great. So they showed her in that. Obviously, it wasn't. It was on YouTube, so she wasn't naked or anything. Why? She looked awful, may I add. The wig was terrible. It was so. But then it made me think if, as a big fan of Ninja Turtles, 
Yeah. And you want to consume all Ninja Turtles content. Not. Would you sit and watch a whole no, Ninja Turtles? <laughs> I would not. No. What if it's canon? What if there's no. something? <laughs> <laughs> No. What if there's something specific that's, that uh, that's only related to that? No. You wouldn't. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I can't believe that exists. It's so funny. I, I've not done any more research because I'm nervous to type it in to see what pops up. But so you watched the whole thing. The whole thing, yeah. yeah. Two, uh, two and a half hours. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Let me, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up for, for research. So you can't even say the title? Uh, no, I'll show you All what right. the title is. Yeah, you'll have so. to show me. Um, oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> believe that exists. <laughs> I don't want to type this in. That is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, you have to type it in, dude. Where's the actual name, though? Oh, you can't even oh, find oh it. Oh, God. My even phone, the internet's my history. like... history, no. Oh, your history's going to be brutal. Actual name. So you wouldn't watch it if it was canon. If, they, if, if the creators came out and said this... Is very important to the story. There's something that happens. <laughs> That's the name of it. Well, maybe we could say it, but <laughs> hold on. The trailer won't be R-rated, so. Oh, that is unbelievable. Is it animated? No, no. That's oh, that's her. No. You could... Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> so my thinking was I don't oh, know. no. <laughs> Master Sphincter? <laughs> Dude! Oh, no way this is real. The turtle costumes are disgusting. Oh, my I gosh. I can't even. Wait, is Shredder a girl? Yeah, it's a lady Shredder. Great. Oh, <laughs> no, dude. I can't even. <laughs> Master I what can't. Time, if you if you guys want to watch at home, there's a trailer on YouTube. We're at a minute. What? Uh, we are at one minute and sixteen seconds. So go back a little. You kind of see what we're talking about because um, it's introducing the kiss. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Dude, <laughs> dude. I can't believe this is real. Oh, man. Is it a real movie? It's, I, I mean, it's real as far as the world of adult videos goes. Like, it actually exists? Yeah, I, I guess. Didn't, uh, I didn't catch... He the... looks pretty good, I think. He does. Um, <laughs> so Where's Raphael? I gotta see his name. Uh, oh, you missed it. Oh, I'll have to did, show you. Okay. So, okay. Um, <laughs> he looks so... Because we're barely giving you inf any information here. Uh... I, I, <laughs> If you look up, um, oh God, Siri, no, get out Relax. of here. If you look up TMNT porn parody, it brings it up. It, it's, uh, I mean, <laughs> on on YouTube, look up the trailer. Right. I mean, you can go to Google and I do guess you, you do what you want. But yeah. Oh my gosh. So okay, the names alone, <laughs> Dongatello. <laughs> all right, that's all we're getting. That's all we're giving you. The other ones are holy. Oh, um. Okay. So. Um, so you never knew that existed. Sure didn't. <laughs> and here I thought I was a diehard, a diehard fan. Um, I have. There are so many friends I want to send that trailer to. Do it, man. Good <laughs> lord, that is hilarious. I cannot believe that exists. I want a safe for work version. Yeah. No, no sex scenes. None of that. I just oh, want to see the story unfold. I, uh, what is? What could it be? Oh my gosh. I, I don't know, <laughs> dude. Those names <laughs> ca caught me off guard. <laughs> Casey Bones, dude, no, dude, they uh, oh, 
So so that exists. That exists. And you wouldn't, if they said it was canon, if you had to watch it, be considered a true fan of TMNT. Uh, um, you wouldn't sit there and watch it. I do, Okay, the only scenario <laughs> I can see myself watching it in... I've got to delete my history. Is Hold on. If, yeah, you should just set your phone on fire. <laughs> um, that is the kind of thing... This might sound weird, but that is the kind of thing I can only see myself watching with friends, friends and laughing no, no, at. No, no, I totally like, understand. That is... I cannot believe that's real. <laughs> that is... I... <laughs> That is unbelievable. But that is the only, like, I have a couple friends who are Turtles diehards mm-hmm. that it might be hilarious to, like, as funny as it was to just watch that trailer with you. Yeah. That's the only scenario I can see myself watching that. Because if you think about it, it's a whole oh movie gosh. you haven't seen. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I don't think I put it in the lineup. It's TMNT I, 4. No, nah, really. that's not making its way into the, uh, Dude, into it's the marathon. Your, your birthday party? You know, oh, you know, oh yeah, you that's the one we'll show. Every year I show, <laughs> we watch one of the movies during at my birthday. We invite a ton of people. We'll show that. That one this yeah, year. that's a good one. I don't think it's happening. No. Uh, what if I find a safe home? Oh my version? gosh, dude! I can't. And then I got to add that to my movies of the year list. Yep. <laughs> Do those count? I can't believe that's real. Who sits there and watches a whole one of those? I, watches, watch. It, no watches. one does. Yeah, no, I don't know. All right, well, that's enough adult talk. Wow. <laughs> that so you wouldn't? Is unbelievable. Uh, unless it was with friends. No. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> scenario I can see myself watching. I don't that think I could. Good. And then I was thinking. So, like, what's the thing, what's, like, one of your favorite, would you watch, like, a Kingdom Hearts? No, no. <laughs> see, the that's first, the thing. I don't want to see. Now, here's the messed up part. The first thing that came to my mind was Sonic. And I was like, <laughs> no. I know. Well, that's what I thought of, and I skipped immediately past it. Yeah. Um, <sighs> all I can think of now is, is, like, is names. Yeah, just names. Shredders was good. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't say it. It's going to get too adult too quick. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, wow. Yeah. So I, I was very interested to learn about the many April O'Neils. That's one I didn't know about. I, I didn't either. Was, the wig is really bad. It's, dude. It's really, really bad. Might as well just go bald. They got the jumpsuit, though. They the do. yellow jumpsuit. That's yep. classic. You that gotta is, have that. You won't see it a lot in the movie, Hold but... <laughs> Bless you. Ugh. Dude. Yeah. <clears throat> My throat feels weird. Ugh. You know what else? What? This is the first podcast we've recorded in the new year. Oh, Mary Haspen. Mary Haspen. Mary Haspen. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be, this will be the second one released in the new year. Okay. Um, but this is the first one we've actually recorded. Mm-hmm. And you know what I started doing? What? I made a list. Mm-hmm. I know you did this last year for some stuff. Yeah. But I am making a list and keeping track of everything. That I watch or read or play this year mm-hmm. or listen to. I added albums because at the end of the year we can do a full year end review. Oh, and I can go through and actually look at my favorites. Yeah, because every time the end of the year comes, I look back and I'm like, I don't even remember. Hey, isn't that terrible that you yeah. don't remember? Like you'll remember bits and pieces of everything. That's the whole reason I got the list in the first place. Yeah, because I felt like. I was completing games. I was watching movies, but I almost didn't remember them in a sense. Like, yeah, I did, but I just don't remember what years I saw them. Well, yeah, or like um, <laughs> if if uh, I ever watch an award show, mm-hmm. I swear there are always like movies or things that they're like this year's greatest, whatever. And I'm like, that was this year. Like sometimes <laughs> it feels like way long ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But now I have a list going. Um, <laughs> did you add anything to your list yet? Uh, this year? Yeah. Um, stuff I'll talk about on the podcast, I think. Okay, let me see what I got. <clears throat> I have one show, one game, and one food. One game. 
No, wait, one album. An album is not food. One game, one show, no movies. No movies, dude? I know, I haven't watched anything yet. I haven't either. It's been Before. a day. <laughs> it's been, I know, what is today, the second? Wow, that's weird. Yesterday was New Year's Day. Yeah. It's because it's cause New Year's Eve you're thinking about it a lot. Right. And then New Year's Day you forget it's New Year's Day. It's not, it's usually a big holiday in your 20s, isn't it? As know. you get older. I don't care about it that yes. much. But then again, I don't really, I'm not the type to go out and party all the time. I get, yeah, I, it's not like a partying night for me by any means, but I get, uh, I get excited about the new year. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because I'm not like, I'm really not a resolutions guy anymore. I think mm-hmm. I used to be like that. But I am, I still do set goals. Mm-hmm. So I get so very much dif- like. <laughs> what's the difference between the two? So I think a resolution is like, so my goals that I had last year carry over to this year, mm-hmm. but they're just, I'm kind of renewing them. So like. Like your vows. I can look at, right. Mm-hmm. Renew okay. them like vows. Yep. No, but I can look at, I guess they're more long term. I feel like a resolution is like, starting tomorrow, I do this. And I feel like it doesn't really work like that. Because I think, I mean, with a resolution, you have a goal in mind, right? The reason why you're doing it is the goal. Yes. So I guess you could use whatever word you want. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I... I I like calling it goal, personally. Yeah, because that's what's different to me. I do like to look at the year and say, within this span of time, this is what I'd like to accomplish. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I kind of plan that out. And I do like how the end of the year is often like, and this can vary depending on like what you do for work and stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's a whole reset because like I had a bunch of days off. I kind of wrapped everything up for the year, like different projects and stuff that I had to do. Mm -hmm. So I love that like fresh start feeling, which is where resolutions come in. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's kind of, kind of what I like about it. And it's not, it, it really isn't like the holiday itself isn't a big deal, but I like looking at the new year and I do get a, a, uh, a push of motivation at the beginning of the year for totally. sure. Because a lot of things do just kind of line up and work out. Like, same with me. I've had a bunch of days off from work. Mostly it's been snowstorms and they haven't been busy because yeah. of the end of the year. So, I mean, I got a lot of free time that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Uh, and that was nice. It was very relaxing and stuff. So, yeah. Um, so I'm with you, I think. And goals, I like the idea of goals because it really lasers your focus because yeah. it's not, <clears throat> it's not like, about how you get there, how you do it. It's mm-hmm. just that you get there, that you yeah. finish it. And I, I like that idea better than just being like, I'm just going to be healthier instead of I'm going to, you know, hit 212 pounds or whatever, right. you know, like be healthier. I feel like the difference between a goal and a resolution is a resolution is often starting tomorrow, I am this thing mm-hmm. or like I do not do this thing anymore. It's like I am this part of me is different mm-hmm. starting tomorrow just because it's a new year. Right. And that's not always the case. No. Like it, and then if you fail, then you think you you're just completely done. Mm-hmm. Whereas if a goal is like ultimately to be healthier, you can like set little steps to get there. But if it's just like tomorrow, I never say. Give me a word I never want to say again. Never. I never say never again. And then one day you say never, and you're like, oh, failure. You know. Yep. And that's the end. And that's the end. <clears throat> I don't know, something like that. No, you totally, I think you nailed it. I nailed it, dude. Nailing it. Oh, I nailed it. Speaking of nailing it, yeah. let's go to uh, our next part of the podcast. <laughs> Which is what? Technology. Okay. Technology. Okay, what? In technology, have you ever heard of a, uh, I guess it's a device, a thing called a flex play? Nope. 
So this came out in like 2009, 2010. And so <clears throat> it's a technology that dissolves. Well, okay. So it's a DVD that you rent. Okay. And so when you rent it, rent it, you have a 48 hour time limit to watch this movie. And then the um, there is a chemical compound or reaction that makes the DVD unplayable after those forty eight hours. What it it causes the the back of the disc to become all black and some are red, like it just causes it to become unplayable. Okay. So this is a technology that came out where uh, instead of people going to Blockbuster and renting stuff, you would just go <laughs> to like anywhere, a gas station or whatever, and they yeah. give you this little paper slip. Um, or like this, it like opens up like cardboard. Okay. And so it shows the movie on the front, you open it up and the disc is inside. So the second you take the disc and put it in the air, that's when your time starts. Really? That's the 48 hours. So I just thought it was a super cool technology cause I've never heard of it before. This is recent? No, 2009. Really? 2010, and it bombed. It didn't do well. It was probably too expensive to maintain, right? Well, yeah, the biggest, I mean, the biggest concerns were uh, the waste, because once the disc is unplayable, you, what do you do with it's it? garbage. You yeah. throw it out. Um, <clears throat> so it's super wasteful. And um, the price point um, wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It was the same as a rental. Okay. Um, but people just found it to be more, they had more time with a rental, and the DVD wasn't unplayable after that time. Like, right, yeah. Some like, people would forget about it or whatever, but... That's so weird. So um, it was something... Where would you get it? Would you get it anywhere? Anyway, so that was, that was the whole push for it, was you can get it at gas stations, you can get it at convenience stores, you can get it, like, anywhere, really. Flex Play. Flex Play, yeah. Where'd ne- you hear about it? I watched a YouTube video, just popped up. And that I was is like, so weird. Super fascinating. Did you... Have you ever seen one? Um, like, in real life? Yeah. No. No, nope, never heard of it before that video. And I was like, oh, that's it's smart. I think it's a cool idea. It is a cool idea. Um, but then like what happens if you leave it in your DVD player? Like does the the acid melt? I mean, it's just, <laughs> I know it's all self-contained because it was vacuum sealed. So you can you can keep it for as long as you want. Yeah. Just the second you open it, that's the start of the 48 hour time limit. Um, that is so odd. Mm hmm. It is. It is cool. Like conceptually, it's a cool idea. Do you yeah. get a new TV? No, that one was upstairs. My other one died, so yeah, I, I pulled that. that one from oh, upstairs. Pulled that one, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's just weird that they would like self-destruct. Yeah, it's almost like a little creepy. Like I want to watch it. Uh, the video, the guy bought a new one for the video, and he opened it, and it was already the chemical already went through. So uh, there's, a, it's funny. It actually has an expiration date. He opened it up, and it was like watch by uh, what was it, 2012 or whatever. Dude, weird. So I know. That, can, you can still find them. Yeah, people sell them on like eBay and stuff. Are they expensive? Um, I don't know. I didn't look actually, but he Weird. was just saying that's where he got his. I do. I mean, it that's kind of a selling point in itself that it's kind of a cool idea. Yeah, like I've never seen anything like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talked about another um like DVD rental thing similar to that, but it was basically you bought a specific DVD player. I forgot the name of it. And you bought DVDs that only worked for that, um, but it was connected to the internet. So then you'd put in the DVD and you'd rent it for 48 hours, and then the disc wouldn't work anymore because of uh, the the internet connection. It would be like, oh, you used your time limit on this. Really? So it was a very similar. Like, the disc wouldn't die or anything, but yeah. it just became unreadable uh, until you either rented it again or um, bought it. You could buy it through their, their app or whatever. You found some? Um... Oh, I don't know. I looked it up, but nothing's really coming up. Mm-hmm. These are all just... Just movies? Yeah, just movies coming up. I can't find anything on Flexplay. Mm. Um, it's weird, too, because like, what would the benefit be to anyone to get those 
save you a trip back to a rental place. Yeah, and because stores like supermarkets and gas stations couldn't rent out DVDs, yeah, that's a way they could get in the market because it was like a kiosk, almost like um, right, Redbox. Right. Okay. Um, and so yeah, it was just it, it was just such a cool concept to me, and it it almost freaks me out in a way because it's like. What if our CDs now like have a chemical in them that after <laughs> after forty years they'll all die they too? They just self destruct. Yeah, weird. But, um, they didn't look any different. It was just the DVD. They were just made differently. Yeah, yeah. You can see it. They all have the packaging. It says Flex Play No Return DVD Rental. So that is what they marketed it as the No Return. Mm-hmm. So you just get this and you don't have to bring it back. So this was around the time uh, ne- uh, Netflix was around, um, just shipping DVDs at that point. They didn't have the streaming, I don't think, or oh, okay. or just started. Because I know FlexPlay didn't last long, uh, what the guy was saying in the video anyways, that wow. it just was unsuccessful. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just a cool piece of technology. And that it makes me think, like, how much technology is out there that w- that they tried and failed and nobody knows about? Well, <clears throat> what, was the, um, <clears throat> what was the format that Blu-ray murdered? HD DVD. That's all it was, just HD DVD. Yep. Blu-ray crushed. Killed it. Because I, I was working, we sold Blu-rays and uh, HD DVDs where I worked mm-hmm. at the time that they were, the big battle was happening, and there was just no contest. Like Everyone just wanted Blu-rays. Dude, we sold HD DVDs for 97 cents. Wow. Eventually, because... Did you ever see the difference? <clears throat> I don't know what the difference between no, them is. No, because you had to have an HD DVD player. But you needed a Blu-ray player, too. Yeah, but... Once I mean, the console please, came right. out, that was the big thing. Yeah, because the PS3 could play it natively. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Xbox, you had to get an attachment. Because the Xbox was going HD DVD, and the PlayStation 3 was going right. Blu-ray. Um, and then the one came out, and then it was all over. Right, and then no everything chance. could do yeah. Blu-ray, and that was that. Yep. Um, no, that's true. I mean, initially, you had to have a specific Blu-ray player. I wonder what that, um, what that looked like with Blu-ray uh, linking up with Sony. Um, I wonder if that cost them a lot of money to like do that because it was a really good move on Blu-ray's end. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because I would imagine if they were both up and coming formats, mm-hmm. or Sony was smart enough to grab the format that was doing better. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, maybe that's how that works. Um, because I think I don't know for sure. Let me look it up. But I believe Microsoft was pushing pushing HD DVDs. Yeah, and then Sony ended up getting blu-ray it was even like their colors were you know it was blue versus red right all the uh hd dvd cases were red and uh yeah man because i remember we had a couple people who came in and they were just like movie enthusiasts and people were buying the hd dvds just for like their collections mm-hmm. um right because now they're like a rare commodity it's like yeah. um oh what's that called it's not a vhs beta max yeah yeah Betamax. um i've never even seen one of those yeah. i don't even know what they look like but yep. um yeah, isn't there like a record? Like uh, laser disc. Laser disc. Yeah. Yep. See, it's so funny. I sound so friggin' young at this point. I'm like, <laughs> wasn't there like a record? Isn't there player? a record? Um. Yeah. So there's so many formats that were out there that it's just like they're and rare. It, and it's mostly now. movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, all movies. There aren't really games. Never had it. It went from cartridges to discs. Yeah. I mean, there were there were like failed consoles, I guess. But yeah, it was yeah. all. I'm thinking of like failed formats. I mean, cassettes to uh, cassettes to CDs. Yeah, that seemed pretty smooth. Yeah. Well, vinyls, I guess. Vinyls to cassettes, right? Yep. And then, and then I mean, CDs. there were eight tracks. Um, 
But they all, every format, I mean, there are probably some in there, but I feel like every format had its full life. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know there were some things in the 90s that were weird, like those little, like, I forget what they were called, but it was like single tracks on a little card. I feel like Bailey used to have them. Oh, uh, um, hit hip clips hit clips maybe yeah yeah that's because i right. had one and i you had did? who let the dogs out yeah and you just put that in there and it's one song yeah if you look on the other side it's like uh what's the word it's not like a usb but like a, a microchip or something like like it's what got... you would see inside an nes game yeah yeah like exactly chip. right yeah. right so you would plug that into the hit clip and yeah. it was a little yeah it was just a little device and you plug headphones into it and you could play one song one song that's you, it now you would buy other squares right and each it would one be had... like a, uh you'd put it on like a keychain so yeah. you could like pick tracks right exactly that's funny it's like building a physical playlist yeah it's it's it was pretty neat it's a I, cool idea i didn't like many songs back then sure. pretty similar to now but <laughs> i like music just not a lot yeah. um so I, I had like who let the dogs out and that's all I remember, honestly. Yeah. I might, I probably had more, but it makes me sad. There's a lot of cool stuff I had as a kid that it's just nowhere to be found. I know. Now. You know, like um, we were playing Halo 3 ODST, and uh, I got the special edition for that. Have All I have left Gone. is the game. I don't have the box that came in. The controller uh, broke after a while. Oh, wow. Um, and I don't know what else came with it, so... Yeah. But it's just so weird thinking about that stuff. Yeah. Uh, old things. And yeah. Well, I was thinking about this recently because I, you know, you're not smart enough as a kid to know to just keep everything you have mm -hmm. because someday it's going to be so fun to look back on and, you know, it might be worth something. Yep. And as an adult, what I'm realizing now as a parent mm -hmm. is a lot of the stuff that my kids have right now, I, I'm like, whatever. Right. It's garbage So as an you. adult, like when we were kids, mm -hmm. our parents probably weren't like... Right. Just thought the, they were toys. Yeah, it was just toys. Like it wasn't... And, and things have changed a lot. Like now there's a lot of... Pop culture and nostalgia is such a big part of everything now. So, mm -hmm. and and I don't know that it always has been as much as it is now. Right. So that's part of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just a funny. I was thinking about that the other day because I was like, what do my kids have right now that I need to try to hang on to for their sake? So right. when they get older, I'm like, oh, look at this bin of stuff I saved. It's mm -hmm. stuff you wanted to get rid of. Because you're in the perfect position because you grew up and like <laughs> your parents, our parents, were kind of not um, as privy to it. Like they yeah. didn't know like games would be worth a lot yeah, or yeah. be cool or whatever. But you're in that position where you know. Right. So it is kind of tough to pick and choose though. It is, yeah. Because there's no way you can keep all the kids' toys. No. And a lot of it does seem like junk or like yeah. random stuff to us, you know? Yep. Um, so that'll know. be, I'm curious to see what you end up yeah. keeping because that'll be, that'll be fascinating to see. Right. I know. It will be. Yeah. It's true. Cool stuff. It Te is cool stuff. Things, technology. Things and technology. It was Toshiba pushing the HD DVD. Toshiba. And they quit. They're like, we're not going to win. No, not going to win. Nope. I'm telling you, once the consoles were locked, game over. Mm -hmm. No pun intended. That's why DVDs won, because PlayStation, the PS2, had uh, DVD support. It's PlayStation all the time. Well, what was going against DVDs? Uh, <coughs> was there another disc format? Let me see. DVD versus... I don't remember. What? I feel like there was something else. DVD-R? Oh, that's probably just like, what's the difference what's kind the of difference? thing. What's the difference, yeah. Um. Yeah, it must have had something going against it, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe not. I mean, I just remember that as the the great transition. Because everybody was getting rid of all their VHSs. Right. I know everyone does it with every format, but VHS to DVD was a big deal. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, and that was like smack in the middle of our uh -huh. childhood for yeah. the most part. Um. So I'm not sure, actually. I couldn't find anything with my five seconds I feel of like research. Was, yeah. Well. Um. Uh, maybe people just didn't want to let go of VHS. Well, there are always those people because it's a big, 
I feel like it's harder if you're uh, an enthusiast too or a collector, right? Because then you really have to like make that call. Mm-hmm. Is it worth? Because you know there's going to be new formats. Although Blu-ray has been at the top for a minute. Yeah, um, and I mean it's really good. You yeah. can't. I mean I don't know if you've ever noticed the difference between Blu-ray and streaming. Because streaming oh, looks yeah. really good, yeah. But Blu-ray is just like whoop, yeah, like leaps ahead, and it's it's always cool to see the difference because yeah. you're so used to how good streaming looks, mm-hmm. you can't imagine it looks any better. I realized today because I was watching a show on my phone this afternoon, mm-hmm. and it got a little grainy at one point, and I kept restarting like my phone and trying to figure out my connection issue because I was like, I don't want to watch it in bad quality. Right. I know it can look better. <laughs> like this is driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. We're spoiled at this point. We are. Yeah. Um, you got TV? Um, no, I'll skip it this week. You skipping it? Yeah, I'm skipping it. So now what? Do you want to, you don't have any movies either. I don't actually. All right. So I will save those two for next week. TV I, and movies next week? Because they kind of coincide with each other. Okay. So I'll save it for next week. You're sure? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what's that bring us to? Video games. Ooh. We got a lot. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Video games. We do have a lot in yeah. video games. A ton. Uh, I mean, so you have a couple things that have been kicking around on this list for a while. I do too. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like doing? I got a couple things that are fresh. Uh, got a couple things that ain't so fresh. Uh. Well, the two that are pretty old, I think I'll just talk about quickly. Kick him out, dude. All right. Fatal Frame. Yeah. This is a game that has always terrified me for yeah. the longest time. Right. Um, it was just the concept of having... So the idea is you play as this uh, young Japanese woman looking mm-hmm. for your brother who is lost in a mansion full of spooky ghosties. Oh, scary. That's pretty much a concept. Yeah. Um, and so the uh, you're fighting these ghosts with a camera. You, have, you find this camera, uh, and basically you take pictures of them, and their souls get sucked into the camera. Um, but you can't really see the ghost unless you have the camera out ah. like they'll they'll flash on the screen randomly so you know they're around okay um but once you have your camera out that's when you're like you can see yeah you're in battle mode um and so growing up uh every time hearing about this game and uh it just always freaked me out it was yeah. like one of the scary ones i never want to touch um so uh back in october i finally bit the bullet played it played through it Dude, it's a really good game. Is it? Yeah, it's and it's not as scary as I thought. It no. was it was always so scary because I never played it. Once I played it, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I've like, always heard the same thing that it was mm-hmm. just so terrifying. It is scary. Yeah. It is, and I think once the the uh, I only played the first one. They're up to five or six now. I want to say. Whoa. Um, I didn't realize that. So I think over time they get a lot scarier. Like yeah. the next one, Crimson Butterfly. That one looks really scary. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So uh, I'm curious to see how scary they go. I have up to three, I think. Okay. Um, four is out on the Wii U, I think. Or, uh, anyways. Um, so, yeah, I just, uh, it's it feels very much like a Capcom game, but I don't think it's Capcom. Um, and I say that because it's like six hours and they want you to replay it because there's a lot of new special things on your second playthrough. And I think that's a lot of PS2 games at yeah, the time. Yeah, you're right. You know? Absolutely. Um, but, uh, and so you've never played them before. No, I haven't. Um, did you, would you replay it? Does it have replay value or? I would say, um, yeah, there's there's definitely some cool aspects that are worth revisiting. And with the new um, the second playthrough, there's I believe there's a specific ending you can get only when you go through again. Um, 
excuse me, and uh, there's costumes, and there's uh, you have a ghost collection like logbook. Oh, cool. Um, so there's ghosts you can only get at certain points in the game. So get. So you want to find the ghosts? Yeah, so you can capture them and record them, and then it saves your best picture. Like, uh, so when you take a picture, um, it's Pokemon Go, but nightmare. Version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're collecting ghosts instead I of mean, Pokemon. I uh, mean, not Pokemon Go. Pokemon uh, Snap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. You're walking around catching ghosts. Dude, I loved that game. Oh, it's. I want. I don't know if I want a sequel. I just want more of it. Yeah. Come out with DLC. I'll take DLC it. for Pokemon <laughs> Snap. Twenty years later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh. So you get a point. Uh, you get points every time you take a picture of the ghosts. Okay. Um, and depending on how good the shot is, like yeah. how close they are, you'll get more points, which ends up being experience. So you can level up your camera. Oh. Um, so you can take quicker pictures and stronger pictures and you get different abilities and stuff. Um, the game is a lot deeper than I expected it to be, I guess. Okay. Um, and the story itself was, it was fine. It was, you know, PS2 typical story uh, uh, at the time, you know, not, not too like crazy good, but yeah, yeah. worth going through to see. Is it first person? So th- when you're looking at the camera, it's first person, but no, it's third person. Really? Okay. Um, but I didn't you can move that. while you have the camera up. You're oh. not just stuck in that position. You can walk backwards and okay. stuff. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the ghost, the design was awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can pull up any pictures, but uh, oh, so it's Tecmo who did it. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, they they're awesome. They do Tekken and stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. That's um. Was that Bandai? Namco. Oh, Namco. So what did Tecmo do then? Which is now it's Bandai Bandai Namco now, right? Bandai Namco, yep. Um, but they they weren't always uh together. Oh, okay. So they did Ninja Gaiden, Dynasty Warriors, Dead or Alive. So they do like Team Ninja stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, I know they're familiar, but I also I don't know did why. Deception. Tecmo's Deception. Oh yes, oh, one of my favorite games ever. Really? Did so I good. did I put that on the yeah, play? You okay, did. good. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I tried to pick some scary games. Dude, so. I have great memories of that game. Did you ever play it? No, I don't. Oh, I have dude. it on my PS3. You gotta play it. Is it's it so cool? Is it scary? You so no. You set traps. The mm-hmm. whole thing. It's like a creepy torture device. Home Alone. <laughs> Um, but you basically set traps, and you're you're trying to lure these. I think they're. I want. I'm picturing, dude. We're talking. <laughs> I know. When was the last time we played friggin'? Because when when did it come out? It, it was probably. I don't know. Tecmo makes great games, mm-hmm. um, but that that game in particular is. Uh, I just have memories of of playing it and it being unlike any game. It's one of those games that I played. Uh, the same parts a lot, mm-hmm. you know, because at that age I would just restart games right, from the beginning, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it is listed as a, a tactical RPG, which is so funny. Oh, that's so! Um, I totally thought it was a horror game because the cover is uh, Tecmo's Deception in red, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it definitely, and it has that. It, it does have like an ominous vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, came out in '96. So I I would have been like I probably played when I was like ten. I would have been one years old. Uh, yeah, yep. <laughs> so it's it is it does take place in this like creepy mansion oh. or whatever, and you have to select you have to upgrade your uh, traps, and you try to walk people into your traps. Oh, you, can like, you fight? Um, I don't even think you can. So I, that looks like a dungeon crawler. You almost. just lure them into your traps, dude. This is so funny. But I was stoked when you put that on that emulator because I haven't played it in 
I mean, probably 20 years. I seriously, I had no idea you played it. I was trying yeah. to think, like, because I know my games I played as a kid, but I, I didn't really know what you played. Like, yeah. I had a, an idea, so, uh, which we can just go into that. Uh, final thoughts. Fatal Frame's awesome. Totally, yeah. I think it's worth revisiting now. Yeah. Because um, there's a lot of, it's good-looking cutscenes. The ghost designs are awesome. Cool. Um, and a lot of replayability. After you beat the game, you also unlock, like, a ghost hunt mode, mm. where it's, uh, it's one-on-one, and you fight a harder version of the ghost, and yeah. you fight every ghost in the game, so it's, like, 70 levels or whatever um but uh i think every 10 you beat you get extra bonuses like upgrades to your camera costumes all that stuff yeah um and so there's incentives to play the game a lot more than just beating the main story it is a game that's it still shows up in like articles of you know best horror games mm-hmm. and stuff like that and it's a name that i've heard since it came out yeah. so um it's it doesn't surprise me that it still holds up that's mm-hmm. pretty cool um, so I was just gonna jump into uh, for Christmas, which yeah. I don't have. We talked no podcast no. since Christmas. Yeah. Um, so for Christmas, I got you a PS One Classic. Yes. Which are highly moddable. Yeah. So that's what I did was mod yours. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to ask you. I could have just asked you, but uh, I didn't want to spoil the gift or whatever. Yeah. What are some games that are like missing from the list that you think? Because I so I grabbed games that I thought you. Played as a kid that we enjoyed. For PS1? Yeah, PS1. I mean, you put a ton of good stuff on there. Honestly, mm-hmm. like, it was a cool list because when when I... Now, the other thing is, so he not only put a bunch of PS1 games on mm-hmm. there, but uh, I don't know if you realize there's a ton of NES games on there. Oh, did you play any of them? No. Okay. Might they not load? They might not load. I'll have to check. It's definitely not a complete list because it's mm-hmm. way shorter. Yeah. And then... Because uh, then... I put... I tried to put some on there, and yeah. then when I plugged it in to play it, they weren't working, they so weren't. I took them off. Oh, interesting. And um, I just decided to put more PS1 games in there oh. um, because the flash drive only has a certain amount of room. But I gotcha. could, I can put them on again. I, we just... Um, uh, I just I mean, didn't mess with it too the much. The Super Nintendo games is <laughs> that being on there is so sick. You put... All, I mean, it looks near complete yeah um so the the program i found i i ended up looking it up after you told me uh, a few games that you were like where's it not to be you weren't a be a jerk <laughs> but you were like where's they this? were just and ones i immediately looked for right I and i didn't even them. think about it so i saw the list was um what is considered to be um the better titles on the super nintendo okay so it was like it was 500 games i think or something okay and there's way more on the system yeah. but they were like no sports games no uh like oh. garbage games no japanese games stuff like that um but there were some japanese games that were considered playable and good yeah um so the ones you were looking for apparently didn't make the man, list. man and i loved them so yeah. or at so least i think easy. i do yeah and, and that's the thing because the list is insane so mm-hmm. and the uh super nintendo is my so my two favorite eras are ps2 mm-hmm. that's hard because looking through those ps1 games i was like that definitely led me into it mm-hmm. uh the, which is why i think ps2 is my favorite <clears throat> and similar with snes i think uh, the first Nintendo system was that was the first system I owned, but then SNES was the upgrade of that. Mm-hmm. So that was that's one of my favorite eras. I think some of the best games ever were on that. Oh yeah, um, that whole Super Nintendo Sega generation was like unbelievable. Oh, I didn't even think to throw Genesis, dude. That's so easy. I'll throw that. Just bring the, oh US, my God, bring the USB next week, and I'll just dude, I'll set you up. So in. <laughs> uh, but to <laughs> your original uh, question, so the Resident Evil Director's Cut, mm-hmm. the Tomb Raider's on there. Yep. Some of the games you put on there were the full games of demos that we grew up playing, mm-hmm. which that made me so amped. Dude, because I, I had to put Ninja, Ninja on there. Ninja, dude. I saw that. It haunts like, us. Yes. <laughs> I know. And that was uh, uh, Edos, I think. Is yes. The, um, and be, I think that was on the Tomb Raider 
Tomb Raider 2 maybe yeah. came with a demo disc of yep. that. But then you also threw Cool Borders on there, of course, which was I had so to. good. Um, and these were demos that we played one level of over and a over again. A million you know? times. And I was like, Nin- so Ninja, I still haven't played to this day. I have it. Yeah. Uh, I think I have it on my PS3. I can't wait to play it. Yeah. It, um, it's, uh, it's, I don't even know what level it was. Maybe when I play it, it'll come yeah. back to me. But uh, yeah, I had to put it on there because I don't know if you ever played it other than the no, demo disc. No, just the demo. Mm-hmm. But that's what's so cool is I was like, oh, I never actually played that. <laughs> like, I'm so amped on that one. So uh, mm-hmm. Project Overkill. Yes. Um, the Tony Hawks. I was like, yes. I think mm-hmm. there's one missing from the PS era. Yep. Um, but but those those were so good. And I played the hell out of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm stoked to go through those again. Yeah. You threw some, uh, some curveballs on there like Blade. I never even knew there was a PlayStation Me neither. That's Blade why I put game. it off. There. You put like, Danger Girl on there. Of course. Dude, love Danger Girl. I don't even know if it was good, but um probably not, but I definitely <laughs> played through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um uh Danger Girl, there was f- Fear Effect, yeah. uh Siphon Filter. Mm-hmm. Dude. So there's a handful that are already on the console that I yeah. couldn't get rid of. Um, but there are some pretty good titles. Final Fantasy, Persona. Yeah. There's there's a good list on there, but there were some I wish I can get rid of. Um what's a random one? I can't think of it now. But. Yeah, I can't remember what was on there. There were a couple that I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll play this. Yeah. Um but as far as ones that are missing, like it's funny because at that time there was a game called Skate mm-hmm. that I used to play. I remember renting it. I would play that. Skate. Um, and that's not on there. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, you put Fighting Force on there, which is a major throwback. Um, that one I think I played on. Was that also on Dreamcast? Fighting or? Force 2 was. What? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't but think the first one was. You had a Dreamcast. You had a Dreamcast. I know I did. What's the one you didn't have? You didn't have a Saturn. That's the one you still have never owned? Sega, yeah, Sega Saturn. That okay. is that is my console. That's my um, Holy Grail console. That's right, right, right. Because okay. it's just, it's got a ton of games on it. Yeah. But looking through, I mean, every game's like $400. Right, right, right. But there's one Sonic game on there called Sonic Jam. Yeah. And it's the oh, only, Sonic Jam. And it's the only Sonic game, for the most part, that I haven't played. Okay. There's probably one or two. But it's it's a, compila- a compilation of all earlier Sonic games. Yeah. But it has this 3D open world that you can explore. And it was the first time you you could do that I as think Sonic. I remember playing that. Oh, it's just, and I can't, you can't emulate it. I can't play it anywhere. Can't so, it, yeah. so I have to get a Sega Saturn. Mm-hmm. And was there the Sega CD separate or is that, that an attachment to the Saturn? Well, the Saturn's a CD based. Yeah, yeah. Console. Sega CD was an attachment. It was like an upgrade to the later Genesis models. Okay. I think the 32 bit Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like an attachment that it had discs. Okay. But, so I, I want to get that too at some point because there's some cool games yeah, from that. But you yeah, just Saturn. Need the Saturn. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, the Dreamcast, okay. one of my favorite consoles. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So okay. That's what I thought because mm-hmm. I was trying to remember the other day because I know you said there was one you didn't get and I was like, I'm pretty sure you had a Dreamcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so Fighting Force was a great throwback. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just trying to think. There was like you threw Dino Crisis on there. Yeah. I think you hit all the main, all the heavy hitters. There's so many we don't even know about though. Mm-hmm. When I was looking through, I was like, I've never heard did of you this. Put Parasite Eve on there. I did. That's one I never played. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and um, that one, told I just threw that one on there because I played it a year, two years ago. Yep. So good. Yeah, I remember you telling me we talked mm-hmm. about it on the podcast. Yep. Um. So uh, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch on there that I'm so stoked to play. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm gonna try to remember because now that I have a legit emulator, like I had the Ouya, but I never went through like adding it the files messy. and stuff. But uh, do the controls feel good? The controls feel great. Mm-hmm. Um. And because it's USB based, you can get any controller. Which that's cool. I didn't even think about that. But yeah. I actually like using the one that comes it's, of with Of course. It, yeah. You know? The only thing that threw me off when I was using it no is no Dual Shock. No Dual Shock. Yeah. Um. But all the games play fine. Yeah. Um. There were 
Yeah, I don't think any of them couldn't be played. It's so so far. I so I've been playing some of the Super Nintendo games, mm-hmm. and that's a little interesting to translate yep. because you have to. It shows you the controls on a uh, SNES controller. Right. Uh, but I wonder if I can get a USB one of those. Yeah, I haven't tried it. I know it's possible. Um, yeah. I just don't know if you have to go in the settings or. I think what happens is you plug it in and it'll register. Like yeah, because it does show up. Yeah, it says um, like Control Pad One yeah. or whatever. Um, so I mean, there have been a couple weird things with it, like programming wise. Like mm-hmm. it just won't Like I've been trying to add games to favorites So mm-hmm. I can remember what I played Which And it I doesn't can... add Yeah um, It's not really a big deal Sometimes it lags I don't know if you get that When you're going through the menu It'll like pause Yeah You had that mm-hmm. So But I mean there's like a the million games The games work fine it. But the interface yes. is still mm-hmm. Iffy That's all time. it is The interface mm-hmm. But um, You could yeah. also plug that into the internet um, oh. You need to hardwire it It's not, wi- not Wi-Fi enabled Would that speed it up though? That um, will let you update it Oh, okay. Um, and maybe potentially be let you do favorites and stuff. I don't, gotcha. I don't know the benefits to it, honestly. Yeah. But um, just something to think about if that's you can. cool. But yeah, I mean, it's been awesome, and now I, I'm keeping my uh, mind open to like if I see any PS uh, anything, whatever you can think or, of, you know. And then the yeah, so the two Super Nintendo games that weren't on there that I wanted to find were Gargoyles and Spawn, which I didn't know there was a Spawn game on yes. there. I owned it in. Mm. Full case cardboard. Don't say where it was. You Don't. know where it was. No, no. You know where it was. Uh, it was in my my comic book chest that has the chest gone, of sadness. Yeah, it's gone forever. Uh, you can find that story elsewhere, but oh, I hate it. It's gone forever. Basically, Ugh. I had a chest full of hundreds and hundreds of comic books and comic book accoutrement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not the right <laughs> word. Um, Extras, bonuses yeah, that I will forever be trying to rebuild and will never be able to do. But uh, might. anyways, mm-hmm. it was in there. It's a great side scroller. And the best thing about Super Nintendo games at that time, it was just these properties of probably cartoons that you watched mm-hmm. or, or, you know, they, oh, dude, the Batman Returns games on there. Batman and Robin, that game was sick. So good. Um, and it's just cool because you're going through playing as your favorite characters, fighting, uh, you know. And fight. it looks so good. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's actually funny because I was like, what's the first game I'm going to play on this, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk about it this week. It's, I have the perfect game, mm-hmm. right? So... This was perfect for me because I'm looking through all these games. I'm a completist. I'm like, where am I going to start? You know what? I'll just start at the top of the list of the Super Nintendo game. Mm -hmm. The first game, 2020 Super Baseball. Why? Because it was the first one. And I thought, how apt that it's 2020. 2020. Let's see what they thought. Which is funny because the thing I said said no sports game. So it must be good then? Well, that's interesting that you just said that because it must be considered really good and, and i looked it up and it, i mean there's a whole wiki page for yeah. it and everything so um, yeah because the rules he said like no boring sports games okay so this one must be good enough to break the sports game rule and be ca- part of that so yeah. I'm, I'm curious how was it yeah so i mean it's pretty good now mm-hmm. i like sports games um there was an mlb game that i played on super nintendo that i loved that this one reminded me a little bit of mm-hmm. uh controls wise um but i was like how perfect is, is this we're a 20, week away from 2020, 2020 um and this is the first game i gotta so see what they thought futuristic so yeah so okay. the, so the thing that makes it 2020 so this game it's a neo geo game mm-hmm. came out in 91 um and it uh let's see it looks like originally yeah so it was on genesis and super nintendo in 93 that's mm-hmm. when it got ported it was first released in japan in 91 um yeah i'll show you the cover right here so oh my um, god it was uh, <laughs> it was a little more inclusive, co-ed baseball teams. Oh, that's... so men and women on each team. Great. Um, and uh, you wear like this armor. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's interesting because as far as like 
moves and functionality, there's not really a lot you can do. So, mm-hmm. like, I know you don't play a lot of sports games. But do you like? Do you try out new sports games that come out, or what's um, your what's your relationship with sports games? I'll play. I'll definitely go around and play. Um, usually, the sports games I play are like extreme sports. So I like skating. I yes. Like, okay. I like you know uh, boxing. I usually like boxing or uh, UFC. Yeah. Um, fighting games, I guess, kind of fall under that category. Yeah, that's but, true. But um, <clears throat> I've played them all. I have dipped my toes in each one. Um, as far as like football and they're fine. I just can't invest the time because once I play one game and this is just my opinion, it's obviously not true or anything, but I feel like I've played them all, you know, sure. like I played one game of Madden. I don't really need to play anymore because gotcha. like, I, I, and I know the games can change the rules, all that stuff. Yeah. But I just, I feel like I have so many better, other better things to play that I just can't bring myself to play a whole season of Madden, like right. 20 games or whatever. I understand that. I mean, and it's it's like anything, you know, if if you if you can get into the competitiveness of of playing the same game mm-hmm. over and over again, but winning the next one and progressing in that way. Yeah. And it, it holds your attention, then you could talk. To- you're just gonna throw your phone like that. Yeah, I was thinking of it. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> so I need what I'm pulling up right now mm-hmm. is, and I'll I'll tell you a little bit more about the game. But I need to read you the team names because they're hilarious. Oh, I can't wait. Um, here you go. Cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll give you that in a minute. Yeah, but right. um, yeah. So as far as the reason I asked that because mm-hmm. um, that MLB game that I used to play, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when you play Madden, it's the same thing. But what's fun about it is the variation of you get to know the game better. You get to know. Uh, you know, it's akin to any, like even a fighting game. You learn your strategies, you learn what moves, what plays work best, what right. are your favorites to run, what works against this team. It's really the fun of playing against the different teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a baseball game, what's fun is trying to get to the ball if it's hit in the outfield and you're you're an outfielder, you're trying to make the catch, you're diving for the catch. So in this game, you can dive and you can jump, but it's super limited because I would say 85% of the hits are like pop flies, right? Mm-hmm. So then when that's the case, the camera's just following the ball slowly into the into the field and you can't see any of your players. Oh. Until one of your players is within the screen. Do so you move the character or you the do, player? You do. Okay. But it's one of those things where like as soon as you as soon as like uh so if I'm pitching and they hit the ball, mm-hmm. my guys are in the backfield. If I move you can't see right away who you're moving because you can't see the whole field. Mm-hmm. So the camera's following the ball. So if you just wait and it's a pop fly, almost automatically you're going to catch it. Oh. So there's not really a lot of excitement there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same thing for the other team. If you hit a pop fly, I, I've played and completed, I think, three games. And uh, at no point have I seen a pop-up not be caught okay. because you just stand there. It automatically goes to a player. Right. What can you do? Yeah. Like you have to wait. So you can't really do anything there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I did realize is if you, there's a jump button, if you hit a direction, you dive for it. I accidentally dove out of the way a couple oh, times no. and the ball <laughs> dropped. But if you, uh, I didn't realize until I pressed the jump button, they're all wearing jet packs. Oh. So when you press the jump button, you jump up and grab the, bu- you go, and you fly out of the screen and then it gives you like a full screen animation mm-hmm. of the guy like flying and catching the ball. That's awesome. Um, so, and it says like fly catch or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so Shit you can packs. get these little <laughs> animations like that. And then when you, uh, if you hit a home run, uh, various uh, animations show up of them, like the different players celebrating stuff like that. Um, 
and there are power ups. So every game you win, you get points, and then you can you can upgrade their hitting oh, that, arm. You that's can upgrade cool. their pitching arm. So you can do these sort of like specials and things like that. So that's that's kind of cool. But the futuristic thing is funny because it's twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, nobody walks up to the plate at the beginning. They they go and appear like they oh, like they like they, digitize. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they like digitize over the plate. Dude, um, the future is cool, right? So it's it's a pretty standard baseball game, but it is fun and it, it's uh you know it's simple enough you can just pick it up and, and play mm-hmm. um and it it's so super nintendo dude yeah like oh it's just God. that that er- the music is great mm-hmm. gets stuck in my head like immediately that's great um so it, it was a cool first game to jump on and it was funny to just play um play something that was just right at the top of the list and have it be like oh yeah like this is super nintendo um when you're picking your teams all right so there's two leagues i'm ready the Exciting League oh. and the Fighting League. Oh. I'm going to read you all the names. Okay. The American Dreams, <laughs> Tokyo Samurais, nice. Naples Seagulls, okay. Taiwan Megapowers, <laughs> Korea Dragoon, oh. and the Battle Angels. Wow. Also, mm-hmm. on the Fighting League. Oh, those aren't even the fighters? That's only half. Wow. Battle Heroes. Ninja Black Sox. Ozzy <laughs> 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 <Aussie> Battlers. <laughs> Mechanical Brains, Metal Slashers, and Tropical Girls. Wow. <laughs> Tropical Girls. Who thought of the names for these? Dude, I don't know. A genius. An absolute <laughs> genius. Seriously, uh, that's fantastic. So I played as the Metal Slashers, of course. Not the Tropical Girls? No, not yet, but I'm only in my first season of 2020 Super Baseball. Now, here's a quick question. Yeah, what it is. Are you going to put it on your completed games list? Um, so it's tough because I haven't completed a whole season. So that's mm. a really good question. Um, because with some of these games, I guess I could. The best thing, the best thing mm-hmm. about emulators is you can save. You can save. That's it. Makes any game that was impossible mm-hmm. possible. Yep. That's it's it's simple as that. It's so good. Some people see it as cheating. Yeah. I don't think it is because these no. games were made in a time where they wanted kids like the game itself is an hour maybe yeah but they wanted kids to play it for 20 hours right so they make it so difficult to that to the point where you know like you have to die and you learn over and over again and like, you never experience the full game right and i i so it's funny it's always a hotly debated topic is yeah. is using a rewind feature is using save states like do, do you really complete the game? I think for sure. I do, yeah, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. a part of a big part of it's the experience of the game. So, right. Um. So that that's a great question because with like racing games and sports games, mm-hmm. it's tough because I've played some racing games that, uh, you know, time wise, there's no way I'm ever going to complete it because mm-hmm. it's just it's not worth it to me. Right. Um. Sports games, if there's like a mechanic for playing through a whole season, mm-hmm. and there is with this game, but each game is probably an hour, hour wow. and a half, and you ha- you play against every team. Mm-hmm. So it's honestly a pretty solid investment to play 2020 Super Baseball. <laughs> But I, I did play, I played through three full games because I wanted to see what happened at the end of each one. I lost one game. I won two. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I, the would I add it? Yes. The question is, when do I add it? Um, with some games, like with this one, if I play five games and there's no major changes and I've yeah. kind of experienced everything, I might add it. Because now list. I feel like I, I've experienced the game. Mm-hmm. I could tell someone what it's about and all the graphics and stuff like right. that. Right. So. You've, you've seen the full game. And yeah. It's like, as opposed to if you played like half of, whatever half a halo yeah like you 
you didn't finish it. I didn't finish so it, you, and I know that I could have. Right. And I, there are cinematics I didn't see, mm-hmm. enemies, levels that I didn't see. Yeah. Something like this. Everything's essentially cut and paste. Mm-hmm. Uh, the teams are different colors, and that's pretty much it. Right. Some of them have robots that you can like that's cool. call in, and it's it, it is pretty cool. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a fun game. Um, but but yeah, I'll probably add it. Mm-hmm. I actually forgot about that. Oh, but that was technically last year. Well, are you done with it? No. Because if I start a game last year and finish it this year, I finished right. it this I year. I just don't know if I'm going to continue playing it. Yeah, if you don't, you don't. If I don't, I don't. But that was it, man. 2020 mm-hmm. Super Baseball. That's a good way to start. Out of all the games on the system, I like know. 2020 Baseball. Because I knew I could like blast through a couple games yeah. and just see mm-hmm. you know, how it felt. Yeah. And it felt good. There's so many games. So many games. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm excited to see what you play on that. What... Uh, what you play all the way through. You're de- yeah, nice. you're definitely going to hear a lot more. I'm going to have a lot uh, wider variety of games to talk about for mm-hmm. sure because there's so, there's so much stuff And at this there. point, you have an Xbox One, a PS4, a Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how much you'll actually play the Switch, but you have like so I gotta many... i got to get some games for it. Yeah, you got so many systems. Mm-hmm. and uh, Yeah, you got a lot. I a do. lot to work on. Mm-hmm. That's true. And so... Were you going to talk about what I'm about to talk about? Talk about what you're going to talk about. All right, let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so I, the way I'm knocking through, I have a lineup of games on my Xbox right now that I'm about mm-hmm. to go through, but I'm going through this weird, I guess it's like a space sci-fi fantasy mm-hmm. thing that's happening right now. That's a way to call you it. You were making fun of me about it the other day, <laughs> but it's uh, part of it is uh, manifesting in me playing through every Halo. Mm-hmm. So I've played Halo 1, 2, just beat 3. Yep. You and I beat 3, right? Right. Yeah. And, um, well, you came in at the last second. Right. So I popped on Xbox, and, and it makes me laugh because we've had Xbox Live for years. Yeah. And we never play together. No. Ever. I know. I know our schedules don't usually line right. up. But, uh, you know, I see you online a bunch, and I'm like, oh, I'm online right now. Yeah. And so it just, I was like, I saw him play Halo, and I love Halo 3. Let's just play. Um, so I sent you a message, and you're like, jump on. And you were on the very last level. Last level. <laughs> I was like, sweet, I'll, yep. I'll play for this. So we went through that, and mm-hmm. I was like, all right, so what's next? Yep. And uh, we started ODST. Mm-hmm. We beat that in, what, two sittings? That was really a lot shorter than I remember. That's crazy, actually, that we beat that in two sittings. Two sittings, that was it. We started it that night, and then the next time we played, mm-hmm. uh, we played, we beat that, and then started Reach. Yeah, and we're, uh, what, three missions into Reach? I think so, yeah. Dude. Two professional gamers. It's so cool, dude. It's so cool because, uh, so I'll just briefly recap. Like, I loved playing through Halo. Yep. Um, that was just so, and it's the anniversary edition. So, seeing the upgraded so graphics nice. and the soundtrack and everything. I like Halo, but the levels are so big and long. They the are. first Halo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's one where you're in the snowy, like, it's like a facility, but yes. it's all mountains. And, and you're stuff. so lost. And it's like a four hour level. Yeah. I'm like, kill me. I know. And I can't find where to go. No, because it all that looks my the same. Thing. Yeah, it does. Uh-huh. I mean, that versus like three. You yeah. look at it two games later and it's like. Yeah, they, yeah, they figured it out. Yeah. Because bro- two was like kind of that middle point. They had long levels, mm-hmm. but they started to become more streamlined. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and two was great. And I realized playing through two, I don't think I, I had never beaten it all the mm-hmm. way through so there were major story elements i'm glad that i i mean i guess not glad that i missed it before but i don't regret not having played it because mm-hmm. i got to enjoy all the updated cinematics and yeah. those were all really really Man, good i can't imagine playing halo for the first halo 2 for the first time with the new graphics like Dude. Uh, because i mean technically i did when i played through it again yeah. it was it felt brand new yeah because the cutscenes are so good dude i felt graphics. like i was playing the wrong game i was super <laughs> confused because yeah. i didn't realize that had an anniversary update as well mm-hmm. um and the music is so good and um so so that was really cool to play through and then jumping right to three was just that was so 
um, nostalgic for me because that was the first Halo game that I played Halo when it came out. But mm-hmm. when 3 came out, I had just gotten my 360 and I just I played online so much. Oh. I crushed through the campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, but ODST and Reach, I've never played at all. Um, well, I'm, that's a little bit of a lie. I remember starting ODST because I remember hearing Nathan Fillion and then... I didn't really do anything after that, mm-hmm. but that is such a cool game. It is. It's like uh, it the way the way it's set up, the way you go back and forth to get the entire story. Mm-hmm. Um, you're always in, as opposed to the really long, crazy levels in Halo. In ODST, you're primarily in one area the entire time. Yeah, it's like open world in a sense. It's it's you're contained within a city. Yeah, but you are in a essence, you're a lone soldier, like investigating where the rest of your team went. Yeah. And so you're going from like part to part on the map. Yeah. Um, so it's good in co-op. It's fun in co-op, but I don't know if you'll get it, if you'll go back, but try to play it solo just for a little bit because it's like, it really adds to that spooky atmosphere that you're alone and it's only up Interesting. to you. Um, like I said, co-op's fun and it, it still has that same essence. Yeah. But I just remember playing solo and it being super creepy because it's just me. And that I, makes sense. You yeah. know, like it's meant, it's definitely meant to be played with multiple people, but the solo experience is different. It's, yeah. it's really cool. It but. totally has a different vibe than the other ones. So mm-hmm. I, I can definitely see that because it's, it's just a dark, like kind of desolate street. There's not a lot. Of, there's like no people around. Right. Um, and you're just trying to find these little, these little clues as mm-hmm. to what happened. And you're trying to meet up with your team the whole time. And it's really cool. And it's, it's just so different from the other experiences. Yeah. Um, and then dude, when we started reach, I had no idea. That game feels so good. God, it was it was like the best last hurrah Bungie could have done. Dude. It was it seriously uh, it was oh, I can't <laughs> wait to jump on again. Maybe yeah. tonight we can play for a little bit cuz mm-hmm. I I literally like it's been so cool going through it. I, I'm not like feeling fatigued at all. I yeah. am a little bit like, oh man, I have this and then I have 4 and 5 yep. and then I've played them all. Mm-hmm. But uh so and that feels like kind of a lot. Yep. But I, this one Every, starting every one has felt so cool because they each have their own element of like, oh, ODST is such a different format story-wise. Mm-hmm. Reach just feels so clean and it looks so good. And I just had no idea. It was, dude, It's and that's so great that you went in blind too for the yeah. most part because it is, it's so cool and what happens and like how the story progresses. Because I would say it has the best story out of all of them, Reach. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a lot of good moments that you're like, whoa, and you're like, wow, and yeah. you're like, what? <laughs> so there's there's a lot of cool cool stuff going on in that. And it's the first time you play as any other Spartan or really... Uh, yeah, I mean, ODST, you don't... Well, you play as an ODST soldier, not... not that's a, different, right? Right, right, that's, that's not... So you play as Master Chief for the first three. Yeah. And then the ODST, and then Reach. Yeah. And you don't play as Master Chief in those. No. But yeah, but he it, plays other Spartans. Right, is right, what I'm right. Saying. yeah, yeah. Because they're they're all. It feels like because in ODST you are notably you're noticeably not a Spartan. Right, like fighting and stuff is has a little bit more tension to it, mm-hmm. a little bit uh, higher stakes. Yep. Um, your armor's different, your health is different, uh, and then it feels like you level way up when you jump onto Reach, mm-hmm. and it's just. <laughs> Dude, once you jump into four, two, that is like a whole new, a whole yeah, different thing. I it's bet, a different yeah. team. Mm. Uh, so three, four, three industries took over. Uh, three, four, three oh, is right. a, a, a guilty spark. That's like a whole Halo thing. But, okay. So they're mainly. I think they're only Halo. I think that's the only thing they work on is Halo stuff. Okay. Um. So yeah, four and five feel way different. They feel modern. They mm. feel good. Um. Uh, but they're just way different. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to checking them out. Definitely looking mm-hmm. forward to playing more Reach. It's it's so fun. Yeah. Um. So it's funny because I've been going back and forth between playing 
a ton of games on my Xbox and playing Super Nintendo games. <laughs> That's dude. What? What's? There's nothing better in it's life. The dream, homie. Mm-hmm. Got to play some PS4 though. Uh, yes. Well, I have. Stuff. I have been. I just didn't have any of it to talk about this week because I didn't beat anything. But I have been playing a lot of uh, Until Dawn. Oh right, you were telling yeah. me about that. So I was. I was gonna save it because I, I know we've we've discussed it before. But yeah, I think I'm near. I want to say I'm five or six chapters in, mm-hmm. so I don't know how many there are, but it's I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, but I have been playing the PS4, too. So good. I'm all over the place, man. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I feel like I'm monopolizing here. What else you got? Monopolize. Uh, hold on. My phone fell down. That's messed up. Ooh, delete shared note. Yes. Ooh. Um, let me see. Hey, did you ever play Double Dragon Neon? Uh, so a little bit. Okay. Not I, much. I'll just throw it out there real quick. Yeah, There's yeah. really not a lot to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a side-scroller beat-em-up akin to, like, Turtles in Time. Mm-hmm. Kind of felt like the remake of Turtles in Time. Um, it's fun. It's kind of cool. Co-op, it would probably be fun. Mm-hmm. I got to the third level, and it's very rinse-repeat. Um, That's the thing with beat-em-ups is they can either feel boring yeah. and when you go through they like just don't get any newer or they there's enough good combat and you like level up as you go through and stuff right. that makes it great so it can go either way depending. and this one was what they tried to do with the combat is you level up and get little powers by finding uh, cassette tapes mm-hmm. and then you can equip different powers so it's kind of cool yeah on the third level I died three times because it was hard enough that like you know it, uh, there's always those annoying enemies that are they throw stuff or yeah. you know they kick you from the air or whatever yep. and i got to a point where i was like eh, not really worth it and i cleared it off the console so it. um it's if you're looking for something fun to bust through with someone mm-hmm. um double dragon neon might be fun uh it's definitely fun for a couple of levels it was gonna be just my brainless game yeah but like sometimes i have a game that like when rachel and i are hanging out and we're just talking mm-hmm. i have a game i can play um that doesn't require my attention right, really you can just sit there but it wasn't even worth that. I would rather have been playing like a racing game or a fighting game or something mm-hmm. like that. So I just wanted to, that's been sitting on the list. So I want to bring that up. Yeah. Take it, take it off. Yeah. 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 I, I, it's funny. I just went through a string of uh, beat em ups. I was trying to um, beat a certain number of games before the end of the year. Yeah. Right. I think right. it was like two podcasts ago. I said I broke a hundred. Yeah. Um, so I finished off the year with 124 games. Crazy. Um, because I played the, um, what is it called? Capcom belt action oh yeah i saw that <laughs> why is, is it called that it's just the japanese name for it i think belts is stands for something like beat em lup oh yeah beat em lups <laughs> yeah beat em lups yeah. <laughs> i don't know they did have a u.s version uh, i just got the japanese version because the physical copy is super rare here oh, so. okay um, but it plays it's funny with the switch when you put in a game from a different country it recognizes that your switch is an american version english version so they'll automatically change the language settings to English wow. no matter what copy of the game you Fancy. have. It's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I played that and I played a handful of games on it. Uh, Final Fight wasn't very good. I don't know why people like that. That's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Final Fight's such a big one for Maybe, people. Maybe I guess playing a bunch of cool ones side by side, it just made that one, because that was the lamest of the bunch. Like, interesting. There's one I played called Battle Circuit Yeah. and you, the point of the game, uh, you play as a bounty hunter uh, in the future and you go and just like kill robots and stuff like that but the robots drop money um, and the money you use when you beat a turn you can upgrade and get new combos new beat em up combos you know oh that's cool um, like uppercuts and energy beams you need and stuff. that in those games you do it, mm. it like and so that was like one of the best beat em ups I've ever played because mm. it was just super fun and uh, I was goofy and it just played really nice so Final Fight just felt kind of lame um, 
but yeah, I've been playing a lot of beat 'em ups and uh I actually didn't write any of them down. I'm I'm I want to talk about them. I just don't remember all of them. Sure. I uh, remember the names of all of them, so I'll talk about that another time. But what else do I have on here? Um What was it about Final Fight that felt lame? I'm curious. Was it just like bland, nothing really changes? Yeah, it's or? like if it was the first beat 'em up I've ever played, it's a good one in that regard. Gotcha. But because I've played so many yeah. and uh, you know, I've done Streets of Rage and stuff like that, it just it didn't bring anything new. Oh, I love Streets of Streets Rage. of Rage I played before Final yeah. Fight, obviously. So um and those are great. And see that's what's funny too, because even like Double Dragon, like the original Double Dragon, mm-hmm. not a whole lot changes. You just try to get weapons throughout the whole yeah. game, and that's like one of the originals. That's yeah. like one of the godfathers. Of I think I played that, and you level up in that, don't you? Double Dragon? Yeah. Oh, let me look through my list. You may get stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did play it because you, uh, every enemy you beat, you get XP. And then you have like this, your level up bar at the top. And you, in the original Double yeah, Dragon? Yeah, in the original really? NES Double Dragon. Wow. Um, it was it was actually really cool, and that's what kept me. The game's so hard, like ridiculous. Oh yeah! Like, oh my god! I remember that. And then they put Battletoads and Double Dragon together, which is one of the coolest crossovers on the planet, but two of the hardest games ever made. Why would they do that, dude? It's <laughs> the worst. Um, but yeah, you can level up in that, and you got stronger. And uh, they never told you explicitly what you get. Yeah, you just had to kind of mess around with the controls when you uh, level yeah. up. Uh, you can find a wiki online that explains it too. But um, so yeah, even that had an upgrade system, so it wasn't impossible. But right. um, I don't know it just didn't resonate with me. It was just like yeah, you just walk through and beat up some guys, and there was a ton of guys with guns, and that's a game where you don't have See, you yeah, don't have range. It's so annoying. That's there was stuff like that with. Um, with uh, this one, Double Dragon Neon. Neon yep. Uh, because another thing I'm remembering right now, the way that you got your, like, built your special meter mm-hmm. was you had to dodge, and you had to dodge at the right time. It was almost like countering. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't counter at the right time, you just got hit. Mm-hmm. So you're spending your time trying to dodge, um, and your dodge is like a roll, mm-hmm. so you're rolling towards them. And if you're when you're timing it against projectiles, it's like impossible. Yeah, oh my God. So I think that's the thing that I was like, man, I can never use my specials because I can't time the dodges, mm-hmm. and it's just not worth spending all the time. And I kept dying at the same... Um, there are two of these enemies, and uh, she throws... I think she throws fans, like mm-hmm. Japanese fans, and there are two of them. There's one on either end of you, and they teleport. Oh, So they're geez. like, they'll throw one, you try to dodge... That knocks you over. Then they teleport. They throw another one. You dodge. You, uh, you get a little bit of your meter because you dodged at the right time. Right. But just the it was just too much, and it's like it's not all you're doing not is dodging it. for 25 minutes trying to get to the end. So um, that's that's definitely part of it when there's yeah. projectiles and you don't have. I don't know. It's just you're spending all this time on stuff that isn't like progressing the game at all. Right. Because you're you're trying to dodge, so you either jump over them or go up and down. Because yeah, you, know, you got the plane or whatever. But it almost feels like it slows you down or stops you. Mm-hmm. And um, and also it doesn't have a dash. I never really thought about it, but yeah, like fighting games or beat 'em ups without dashes are so slow. I know, dude. God, <laughs> I was like every other game I played on that collection had a dash. Yeah. I was the only one that didn't. Um, really? Yeah. And maybe it, that was an earlier one. Is that why it was? I assume it was probably one of the first, like earliest. Maybe that's why it was such a Capcom big fighters. Deal. Or is Terry Bogart in that? No, that one's got Haggard. Haggard, that's yeah. right. Okay, um, and two other people. Yeah. No, Terry's in um, Fatal Fury. Yeah, yeah. But Fatal I thought Fury. he was in a side scroller at one point. But I think I just always get them confused. He's probably been in. It. I mean, he's pretty popular. He's like yeah. SNK's golden boy. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. I was playing the SNK 40th uh, anniversary collection. Not a like single fighting game on that. 
Really? Yeah, there's like 30 games and not not a single or there's one fighter and it's like a street fighter knockoff weird yeah I, which is cool it shows how cool their history is because yeah, yeah. all the games i play i mean there was like a world war ii one there was like an alien a zombie one it was there were some uh like goofy fun ones were they good yeah there were there was a lot of good ones nice um like i said i'll talk about that later but um yeah it was just interesting because i know them so much for their fighting games yeah uh and this uh was a good chunk of history it was like from their first game ever uh and then a handful of arcade games um ranging from like early 80s to late 90s that's cool mm-hmm so Man, it's a cool collection. Collections are sweet. Uh, dude, nothing beats them. Um, as far as that, uh, just another thing on my list, the Xbox Series X that was yeah. announced at the Game Awards a few weeks ago. Right. I say it every time. I don't want to buy a new console. Yeah. It looks cool, but I don't want to buy a new You're going to wait? I don't know. It's because there's no price point yet. Right. That's the big thing. And like... Because I know PS5 is coming around, the, cor- around yeah. the corner, and if it has backwards compatibility, the PS5 will win. Oh, yeah. There's and there's a, a lot of talk A lot about of that. talk. Yeah. And if it could do PS4, 3, 2, and 1, yeah. I'll poop my pants. Yeah. yeah. It's possible, it I is. think. Um, so that, I mean, PS4 won me last generation. I yeah. mean, I play my Xbox a ton, but I just I just like my PS4 better. Yeah. Sorry, Xbox. That being said, I still play my Xbox way more than my PS4. Right. I know. But the games on it are so much better. Yeah. Um, it, it is it is such a different experience. I I love the two so much. I haven't had my PS4 very long, mm-hmm. but it does feel like a very different experience when I'm sitting down and playing my PlayStation. I don't know why that it is. It feels, and maybe this is just me being like, oh, it feels more elite. Like, I feel like I'm it a... It does. It does. I feel like I'm getting a much higher level, a more expensive, higher level experience. Because ah, it the does g- feel that way. But I feel bad because Xbox certainly has those. It's got Tomb Raider. It's got Halo Gears of course, War 5. Yeah. It's got all those, but those... Yep. I don't know. They they're like more of like staple meals. Sure. And then I'm having caviar on PS4. <laughs> like cuz you got Spider-Man, you got God of War, and these yep. are just like cinematic adventures. Yeah. But I don't know. I still I love my Xbox and yeah. like uh, it's so hard. But yeah, that's that's how I view it when mm-hmm. I play. Like I only play Really, like it's got control, you know. Do you know that one? That's Remedies next yes. game. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's on Xbox. Yeah, but I got it for PS4 just because. Really? Yeah, it's, it's gonna be feels better. like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it feels like a better console to play it on. Yeah, and I have the One X. I just have the normal PS4, so that's not in 4K, but yeah. my Xbox is. Yeah. So why? Doesn't really. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know what it is. I I swear at some of the exclusives that give it that allure. Like I mm-hmm. I can't pl- dude, cannot get over uh, what supermassive games stuff looks like oh my like god man of madon mm-hmm. and and uh until dawn I, they until just, dawn is like it just looks so good mm-hmm. i you're literally playing through a movie yeah um but it's just when i'm I, when i put that on and it's like it's late and it's dark mm-hmm. and i'm just in this room i can't believe you're playing late. that game at night absolutely it's so absolutely scary. really it's funny because it doesn't they're walking around i don't get the it's not freaking me out that much they were definitely i think there's good jump scares it's at good least. there are a couple mm-hmm. um I totally dig the vibe. I love yeah. it so much. Mm-hmm. I still, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good, so good, dude. Man, but yeah, it's just it's it's games like that that like I can only get this on PlayStation, mm-hmm. and I don't know the because of the the level of the exclusives. I think it puts a thing in your brain where you're like, yeah, it's a PlayStation thing. Yeah, but then I play like I play Gears. I played Gears 5. It looks mm-hmm. unbelievable. Right. It, you know that I mean? is like neck and neck with God yeah. of War for graphics. You know, like it looks yeah. so good. It's definitely, I feel like uh, when I want like a, I want to jump in quick, uh, 
like really good experience, but I just want to jump in and get it going. That's my Xbox vibe. Mm-hmm. But when I'm like, okay, I'm a little bit more relaxed. I want an immersive experience, that yep. kind of thing. I go to my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. No, it's cool. That's that's how I view it too. My Switch ultimately is like a multiplayer and indie game console. Yeah, uh, I like to play indie games on that and multiplayer. I, you know, most of my online games I play on that. So yeah. it's cool that each one, at least for me, kind of has its own designated service. Yeah. Can't we all just get along? Yeah, that's it. You know, so um, yeah, and as far as the looks, I mean, I think it looks fine. Yeah, everyone complains that it just looks like a computer. Uh, what's it called? Uh, tower. Yeah, computer yeah. tower. There you go. Um, it does. I. So I'm always behind, anyways. Mm-hmm. I just got my PS4 this right. year. I'm literally still paying off my PS4. <laughs> um, so and in the way consoles have been going now, mm-hmm. it, it used to be there'd be one version of the console. And then it was, you might get two in the generation's lifespan. The slim. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Um, now, I mean, how many versions of the Xbox have there been? So we have the Xbox, the Xbox One S, yep. the Xbox One X. Yep. I think that's it. Just three right now. Okay. And then the PS4. Had the PS4, PS4 Pro. Slim, and Pro. Yep. So three for that as well. Okay. So. I'm almost feeling like I might hang back because I have so many games to play anyways. mm -hmm. And then do I upgrade at some point and then I just have an Xbox in my bedroom and my living room. Uh, You know what I mean? So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, as we learn more specs, I'm definitely interested to see what's going on. Because they certainly sold it as this will be, you can still play everything on Xbox One X that you can play on the new Xbox. Yeah. Uh, And everything on the new, you can play on the old Xbox. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess. So what's the point of getting a new one unless there's exclusives and stuff? Right. Um, I guess higher graphics and stuff. But the One X is already, I mean. It's so good. Nobody's going to buy an 8K, you mm-hmm. know, TV to just play a single con. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I can't Some speak for people, everyone. but. Right. Not me. Nah. You know. You know what I'd like to see in 8K, though? What? Sonic music. I didn't know. I thought maybe you had forgotten. Nah. I thought about it earlier because you actually mentioned Sonic a right, couple times. Right, but I didn't, I didn't bring it up. Well done, sir. Thanks. There it is. Um, so that was on the list. I think that's about it. Um, I had in parentheses backwards compatibility mm-hmm. um, because that's a discussion. But I think that's going to push more towards the digital realm with, that they have Game Pass and that stuff. I'll be surprised if it has discs, honestly. I will be too. At all? Or you mean for backwards compatibility? At all. Really? I think, I mean, I don't think we're at that point where they can survive without the physical thing, but I... I don't know, man. I could definitely see a version without a disc drive. I wonder if it'll be limited, like only top-tier titles are getting... Physical copies? Yeah. God. Yeah, I mean, I think think there'll be a market for indie games, because there's a lot of indie games that are getting physical releases that come with cool stuff. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I can see it being top-tier games and indie games. That's the thing. You have to have the incentive. And it's Mm -hmm. funny that it's either end. Right. The mid-level games, you don't don't even really really exist anymore. Yeah, Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, 
And an indie game's not really like a lower level. It's just a different... Right. It's usually... I mean, they're not cheaper because they're uh, like lesser quality. They're just cheaper because... Uh, there's no middleman. Right. And there's no like big company that mm-hmm. spent millions of dollars. It's like a group in their basement, like a few fans of a certain series yeah. working on a game, you know? So it's just funny to see the difference. Yeah. Like they can afford to sell a game for $20. Well, you know, you can't get Gears of War 5 for $20. No, right, right. Um, yeah, that, that'll that be a big discussion, I think. What does it look like? What does the format look like? Is mm-hmm. it all? I mean, I haven't purchased a hard copy of a game in a minute. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's been primarily gold, Game Pass. I downloaded a few games mm-hmm. um, recently. I think the last the last couple I've gotten have been gifts, like yeah. Resident Evil 2. Um, and even some games, like I have, uh, you got me the Master Chief Collection, mm-hmm. and recently they added it to Game Pass, so I downloaded the new version, and um, it, or it updated, mm-hmm. and then got those two new games on there. So it's just, I don't know, man. It's it's funny the, yeah, the way that it's Yeah, Game Pass is certain, it's changing the game, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Um, yeah, I am, I am both happy and sad. Like the biggest, uh, I guess issue I had with game Pass is I bought devil may cry five mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, Oh, I can't wait to play this. And I didn't play it for a while. And then it came out on game pass. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so I bought this for no reason, no reason because I played it through game pass. Yeah. I never put the physical disc in. Yeah. So it's cool for collectors, but modern games, you don't necessarily need to collect because they don't lose value or get more expensive over yeah. time. Um, because I, there's so many of them. I think for collection purposes, the older generations are definitely more fun. Yeah. Because um, honestly, I don't, I'm like, I don't really care to own some of the games that are coming out. You no, know what I, mean? I mean, I think it's, I like collecting for PS3 and Xbox 360 because there's a lot of games I missed on that. Yeah. And there's a lot of games I like. Yeah. And it was kind of like my generation. That's true. Well, see, that's though that's a generation that was affected by the one that came out afterwards mm-hmm. where you can't... Like, I missed the entire PS3 generation. Mm-hmm. Like, I never had a PS3. Never played any and, of the games. Yeah. So I missed that whole that whole generation. And with the 360, there were a bunch of games that... That, that was the console that I was probably the most caught up with because mm-hmm. I played a lot of games on that. Um, but... But yeah, I mean, if you that's one that you can't necessarily get every game digitally, um, and not all of them are backwards compatible. So mm-hmm. having that console and hunting for those games is actually has some merit to it. Yeah, it's fun. Um, but so I wonder if that's going to happen with this generation. <laughs> I mean, because even with the last one, I don't actively look for 360 or PS3 games. There's no. a lot of games I'd like to get, mm-hmm. but I'm fine not having like. Uh, what was the game I was looking for the other day that I didn't have? Oh, I don't know where they went, but I ha- I can't find my copy of Batman Arkham Asylum or Arkham Origins. Weird. I, I can only assume I let someone borrow them, and I can't remember who. Um, but I'm in no rush to get them again, which is kind of weird, because yeah. I love the games. They're some right. of my favorites, but... Um, I know Arkham Asylum I only had on disc because it is the special edition and came with the book. Yeah. And it, and it was in the book. Um, but It's not in there? I don't, I don't know where the book is. Oh, you don't know where that is. But it, it wasn't in the book beforehand, though. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I had it I had it separated. Weird. Um, so I don't know. I Like I said, I think I let someone borrow it, but I'm in no rush to get those, I guess. Yeah. Because there's, I don't know, I, I don't need them. You still got my Kuan? Yeah. Did you play it? A little bit. Really? Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Still terrifying. It's so scary. Yeah. Going to finish it soon. Such a cool game. Did you beat it with any story yet? No, no, any no. Any character? No, I'm playing it with uh, Nick. Because me and him played it. Oh, you are? Yeah. Cool. So uh, he came, or I went to his house and we played it for a little while. And then, yeah. So we got past the part you and I got past. Yeah. Um, so we got, we were probably like 40 minutes past where you and I went. Yeah. So. Such a cool game. Damn. Yep. 
Um, hour and a half. Hour and a half. Yep. I think I'm good. I'm glad we cleared off some things. Me um, too. Yeah. Did I, you want to go into music, food, whatever, anything like that? No, I do have some other things, but I think next week maybe we'll be a little more eclectic. Yes. Um, because I have a couple TV shows that I'm probably gonna wrap up this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a couple albums I want to talk about. Um, I have some things I'm planning on reading before we next record. So. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll save that. I have some more games to talk about, but we'll, we'll try to hit those next week too. Yeah. I Um, think it's been a while since we've had a game focused one anyways. Um, so it was, it was nice. I mean, we talked about other things, but yeah, I know Tim, I was there. So I'll delete baseball, halo, Xbox. Yes. Tim, Do that right now (laughs) while we're on the podcast. Nah, they need to know how real life is. They need to know. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I Mm -hmm. felt a little bit off, but whatever. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, No, it, it came back. It came back. Tim says it came back. Um, I don't think it was that off. But I know your heart was broken with the loss of the wire. It just felt off. I think that threw me off my game. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was the first one of the year. And I was like, oh, man. You know, I, I might also keep a, uh, a, a list of uh, creative output for the year. Okay. So this is the first thing. So you're going to list every podcast you record? Maybe. I was thinking we will hit 150 this year, right? Yeah, we should. In November or something. Well, a little really? earlier. Well, it's 52 weeks in a year, right? Oh, right, right, right. So depending if we take any weeks off. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering if we do some specials. I have I have some friends who, um, well, we have some friends who are putting out big projects this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a friend who has a pretty big album coming out this year. I want to talk to him and see if uh, we could get him on the podcast. I know. We're <laughs> we need to collaborate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I think we've we've started talking to a couple people about doing that. So uh, we might even have some extra podcasts come out. Yeah. And that would make us... That would make us hit that 150 mark sooner. Mm-hmm. Although um, we don't count special podcasts. That's true. That's part of the main. That's stuff. right. We might already be. No, we're not at 150. No, but we're at. We're past whatever this number is. Definitely. But don't worry your pretty little heads about that. That's confusing. <laughs> right. That's for us to worry about. Just go to SoundCloud or your mm-hmm. podcast app, or Spotify. Spotify. Mm-hmm. Listen. Follow, like, share with your friends. Comment. Every person who shares will get a kiss from someone. So there's I'll do that. It. I'll do it if you want me to. Tim said I'll do it if you want him to. I will kiss your hairy back. Oh man! All right, <laughs> your sexy hairy back. <sighs> I'm what calling it. I'm done. Tim, I'm surprised I was able to talk this whole podcast. My throat's all like wild. Up. Really? Yeah. So I have like a sexy deep voice. Yeah. That wasn't sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Subscribe. Leave some comments if you love it. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Next week for podcast number? Uh, 105. 105. So there comes a time in every boy's life where he must make a decision. Is two plus two three? Or is it four? Because some will say four. And I'm with them. I understand. Four is a number... That eventually you come to. You know, you're like, two plus two is four. But then three shows up, and you're like, all right, what do I do with this number? So I ask you this Are you a three? Are you a four?
Welcome to episode number 104 of the Keep Up. No, I like to say 104. Hang 